You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now. Throw down $5 on an NFL game, and if your team wins, you get $200 in free plays. You know, I keep, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to give you the example later when I have to do the disclaimer. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk a little bit of NBA draft prospects right now on the U of A basketball roster. And first and foremost, I think we got to start with Ben Matherin right there. That is the guy that uh, when you look at him, you look and you say, that's what an NBA wing looks like right there. He's got a, he, first of all, he's got a great basketball build, great athleticism, can shoot the ball, has a timely ability to be able to score when they really need it. Let me ask you this, John Schuster. Um, when you look at Ben Matherin, if you're an NBA team, what is uh, the drawback to Ben Yeah, Matherin? I was going to ask you the same question. Uh, is, is he undersized? About six five, six six. Is, is that this, good for a wing in the NBA? Yeah, I, I, th- I think he's or a, NBA wing I mean, six eight now. Yeah, but the thing about it though is that like it's kind of this, uh, it's kind of this androgynous form of basketball now where everybody does, nobody really has a position. I don't know. Actually, androgynous works there. I okay. guess I one through four. Uh, yeah, is one through sort of four is essentially the same okay. thing. Yes, exactly. So he could play the two. He could play the three. So if he can handle the ball, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He'll be he'll be more than okay. Yeah, but I mean, I look at it and I think to myself. I don't know that anybody, well, actually, let me take that back. This entire team has benefited a lot from Tommy Lloyd, but this is really the guy that I think that you look at and there's a sense of structure, but there's also a sense of looseness when you watch him out here that I don't think a lot of guys uh, have had under the, t- uh, 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 the, the previous, previous administration. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, and, and, I th- and Matherin has flourished mm. as a result of that. Other Wildcats have as well. So... Is he a lottery pick? And if he's, he is, how high he, a lottery sure. pick he's is? He's in every lottery pick. A lot of people have him pushing the top five now. Okay. I mean, and I, th- I think the thing about it, when you look at it, and I'm generally pretty good. I, I mean, I don't know if it's pretty good or not because I'm just giving myself a compliment there that I don't know that I should. Let me try. You're usually pretty good at rating NBA talent. Yes. 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 And before a, you didn't a, have a very to. a very modest mouse approach to myself, uh, right? But um, I don't know exactly what and he's... An, and an astute observation on my part. Very, very much, so, very much so. It. Um, I don't know really what he's missing though, because he's got a great body for basketball. He can shoot, and you and I have talked about it before. Going into the season, we were wondering, you know, who's going to be that guy at the end of games, and we've seen some different, you know. Uh, some different versions. We've seen Kirk Creesa uh, at times against Illinois, or uh, yeah, Illinois close it out. Uh, Tabellis, um, it's uh, Wichita State, I believe. But right now, the one guy that you look at and you say, that's the guy that's got to close that game out is going to be Ben Matherin. And he's the one that has made timely shot after timely shot after timely shot. He's the guy who 
has kept Arizona in games mm-hmm. when they've needed to. It that's a great point. It it's not necessarily it winning. Yeah, yeah, it isn't necessarily at the end, which is fine. Right. But when Arizona goes through some rough patches, he's the one that's been able to keep Arizona around. When a team looks like they're about to push that nine-point lead to about 12 to mm-hmm. you know 15, and then it snowballs from there, he's the one that cuts it right back to six. I right. think that's a great point. He's a fantastic finisher. He's already built. Like I said, I, I like comparisons. You hate comparisons. Um... And maybe he was lazy. I don't know. We're having Matty M on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Matt Mulebach. Yeah, yeah. Um, good friend of the show. Good friend of John Schuster's. Better um, friend of Mike Luke. Yeah. Oh, well, he hangs in good company. Yeah, but he also, he's known John Schuster far longer than he's known Mike Luke, which is true. By the way, Matt is up in... Uh, Matt is up in San Francisco right now, mm. I believe. I'm sure he's calling. Near the homestead. Oh, yeah, I believe he's probably calling a game up there. He said that he was drinking a Stella before he had to get onto the flight. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what he's there doing right there. So, be that as it may, <laughs> Matty M and I were still talking about it. There really isn't a guy that just I look at and I just say that's a clear-cut comparison. Um, Dickerson was, di- like I said, Dickerson's the one that I've tried to force feed on there. I still think that that's a more of a astute comparison than like Richard Jefferson or something, but Dickerson was still different. Um, I don't know. I don't really know. But well, it seems like it's physically there are similarities from mental from a mental makeup standpoint. It appears that Matherin has a distinct advantage. Yes, yes, he looks well. You know, and it's one of those things too. You always hear the phrase that not everybody, nobody was blessed with everything. Because if Michael Dickerson had the the mental aspect mm-hmm. right there, you could be talking about the best player that's ever walked through here. Although, again, in fairness, yeah, and that's. Dickerson's injuries, I think, sidetracked no doubt. what would have been a very, very good pro career. Uh, exactly. His his yeah. He was he was gonna be similar-ish to hey, let's have a comparison. Dickerson was gonna be similar-ish to Arenas in this regard. A better pro career than he ultimately had a college career. Correct, and he was a fantastic college mm-hmm. player. But right. yeah, like you said, the game was just built for him at the next And level. hopefully it's built for Matherin as well. And and it's gonna be good news, I think from an Arizona publicity standpoint, if he is, in fact, taken in the top five. Yes, and I think there's a good chance of that. There's some other guys that we're going to talk about as well. We're both big Ben Matherin fans. But I want to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. You throw down $5 on an NFL game, and if it hits, you get $200 in free plays if the team you bet on wins. I got another example here for mm-hmm. you. Okay. You keep saying, Mike, I'm tired of hearing about the Green Bay Packers uh, prediction. I don't care about that one. Yes, Aaron Rodgers was playing. Kirk Cousins wasn't. That's we heard fish that. in a barrel We easy. hear that all the all time. All the time. Anybody you know could have picked that, Mike. I got another one that anybody could have picked. Really? Here's the other one that anybody could have <laughs> uh-huh. picked. New England Patriots. You're a Patriot. Coming I off, am. Coming off two straight losses. Playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. This is a game for playoff seating. <laughs> right. I don't even know who the Jaguars coach is right now. I know that Bill Belichick <laughs> is on the other side. Right. That was a game that I probably would have picked the Patriots to win. And in true Patriot fashion, they mm-hmm. won, I think, like 50-3. to three, or yeah, Maybe 50-3. to negative three. Yeah. So it, 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 was yeah. that, it was that kind of a, you know, of a, of a butt whooping. Right. So that's what I would have done to get the $100 or $200 in free there plays. There you go. Boom. Make Those it happen. opportunities are there. Again. And they're there this weekend, I think, because you I'll have you what, a let's, lot of teams. Let, let's tease that for the Ooh. next DraftKings read right there. This, right. Is, this is how good we're getting at that this. beautiful. All right, but again, eligibility restrictions apply. 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you back on your feet and get you back into DraftKings right <laughs> after that. All right, now, let's talk Christian Coloco. Now, John Schuster, 
we've talked about it before, and you're a man of uh, you're a man of humble modesty. I'm glad uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a man of both of those things. You are also a man of um, we've talked about it before, mm-hmm. a harbinger of tr- honest or a harbinger of truth or honesty. Uh, we, we can one, we can be hot or HOH. But you did. You were the only one. I didn't like Coloco before the season, and mm-hmm. you said this team's going to go about as far as Coloco takes them. Well, you know what? They're in the top ten. Coloco's been good. At the NBA level, he's definitely going to play in the NBA level. I don't think there's any doubt about that. When you're seven foot one, you can move fairly well and block shots. You're going to play in the NBA, and I don't think that you're pulling the, uh, the Bre- William Brad Alice where you project him to play on the perimeter though either. I would... <laughs> That's probably correct. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but he's always. I think what we saw though in the first month was a little bit of an aberration in this. You started seeing him skyrocketing up draft charts into the top five. He's never going to be a top five pick. He's probably not a top ten pick, mainly because offensively he's never going to do much in the NBA, um, at least in my opinion. Really? I think, I think that when, when he's played good teams offensively, the mm-hmm. game has still looked way too fast for him. Now, do you think it's because he's still new to the game that that's something that could be approved upon? Yes. Okay. I think because is, I've already been wrong on him once. I, think, I might as well be wrong I, on I him again. I think the potential is there yes. for him to improve and to get more playing time and more consistent playing time against the best players in the world, I think, can help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and from there, if he can develop... A good, oddly enough, mm-hmm. not a Channing Fry three-point range a type Lauren thing. A Lauren Woods type perimeter but a, game. <laughs> even better than a Lauren Woods type perimeter game. I apologize for that inside joke. Uh, but if he can get a 15-footer, that helps. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, and I think and, and there's every reason to believe that he can do that. That, that, that he can do that, what, yeah. what, But I think what's separate... Let me, let me rephrase because you just smacked me down right there and deservedly so. But... Um, and by the way, that was an actual slap to his hand, not to my face. I was not uh, <laughs> abused right there. I think the one thing, though, that is, I, he's always, to me, going to have a little bit of a problem finishing around the basket, finishing in traffic. But you might disagree with that as well. But I do think that that shot is always going to be there. The NBA isn't really a finish That's around true. the basket game anymore. That is true. I guess I still I still long for the old school I know. NBA. And you feel like that's kind of what it should be. And, and it... I just think it's which I think actually oddly enough helps Coloco. Coloco's sure. probably a little bit better on the open floor, and the NBA is a little bit more of an isolation open floor style I think of game. I think getting rid he of might the be big, able to, I think might be getting, all right with that. I think getting rid of the big man is such a solution in search of a problem. Mm-hmm. I've never really understood what the like if like if Akeem Olajuwon came around today, he'd be awesome, obviously, but he's shooting a lot of threes, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I can score two points almost uh-huh. every time down. Then the, why wouldn't you? Then why wouldn't I you? I know. I so that that is it, it's one of the things where. The copycat nature of the NBA, and the NBA isn't the only sport that goes into the copycat aspect, but but the NBA has drifted into copycat analytics. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be the Warriors, mm-hmm. and so that means that everybody shoots three. Everybody wants to be the San Diego Chargers head coach that always goes for it on fourth down no yeah. matter what. Uh-huh. I know that you have strong feelings about oh, this. Oh, oh. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> this even might... though they ought to be, even though they ought to still be in San Diego, mm-hmm. um, but but I don't like their location mm-hmm. and I don't like their coach. But it's also and they may not even make the playoffs. I was that's t- another conversation I was talking for another to our, time. Uh, and real quick, I was talking to our buddy Kevin Woodman. He's long it, lifelong uh, more Los so Angeles than that, Chargers fan. Uh, according to Kev, he's been to three games already oh, this year. Damn. Yeah, and you know what? If they get into playoffs, I assume Kevin will be there as well. So, I, you know I, I, I look forward to that. I haven't. Uh, I have not seen. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't seen Kevin at the two Chargers <laughs> games that I've attended. But you know what? Sooner or later, with all the games he's going to. 
the pass will cross at mm-hmm. some point. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now, one thing that we need to get, Uncle Kev, though, and I'm actually, he's not listening to this, but these PHNX Back the A t-shirts. Um, this is 100%. Th- these things are taken off like hotcakes already. They're big, they're Back the A, and it's got the cactus logo, everything. You know what? Uh, one guy on Twitter tried to uh, pretend that he said back the A before when I guarantee he never saw it before. Mm-hmm. You know what? Saw I, it or said it for that matter. Yep, you know what? Correct. <clears throat> I think that he... But you know what? You're supporting the back the A movement even though I don't like you. I'll to go ahead and I'll <laughs> let you have that one right there. But get onto the PHNX locker where you can get on there and if you get a free membership... Or excuse me, if you get a membership, you get a free t-shirt. Right. Which is... Basically, as good as the membership. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's that kind of stuff we're yeah. talking about right here. So, all right. Now, let's talk to... We've got a couple other guys here that I think are fascinating as far as the NBA projection. And uh, Dave... Well, okay, let's back up if you yeah, don't mind. Yeah, for sure. Coloco, where do you see Coloco being drafted? I see him I mean, as a project. I see him I, as I a guy... I think He's a guy that I think be picked around 16 or 17. Okay. And I think you store him on the bench for mm-hmm. a couple of years, you know, you really... Uh, He's a guy who benefits from being on a good team. Yeah, yeah, very much so. If I'm a team, if he goes to a team like the Warriors or the Heat, oh, the Heat, the, I know the Spurs aren't good right now, yeah. but they'll be good again. If he goes to a team like that, that can really work with him, yes. But if he goes to a bum franchise like the, uh, like the, Jet, or not, no, I almost said the Jazz, uh, like the, uh, the Kings, uh-huh. well... I mean, you might be playing in, you know... Uh, it could be a problem. You might be playing in the Lithuania in a few years. So, But he needs to go. So what do you think, John Schuster? Uh, I, 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 I think someone's going to take a flyer on someone who's 7-1. Seven seven one. And so legit 7-1. <laughs> and, 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 can, and, and can block some shots and help you get out onto the break. I think those are... And then and then feel like along the way they can improve his game offensively. I would agree with that. Uh, and, and so I can see him being in the... You see him at 16. Maybe I see him closer to... Low 20s. Okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, fair But enough. I can see him definitely being a first-round pick. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. You're going to make money there, young man. And to quote, uh, never mind, I'm not going to get into that. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit of Dale and Terry. Okay. So Terry, to me, is a fascinating guy because I 100% believe Terry will play in the NBA as long as he doesn't do something stupid and, like, declare this year or something. I think if he comes back next year, assuming you lose Matherin, assuming, you know, you lose another guy or two, whatever, he's going to be expected to score more. Now, I don't, you can tell by watching him that he's never going to be a guy that's going to score 27 points a game or 20 points a game. But if he becomes kind of that, four, gets into that 14-point range, six rebounds, five or six assists, plays that defense, this is a guy that could play in the NBA for a long time. You're going to like that guy on your roster, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because he, he can is? play both sides does of the floor. Does he feel like, does he feel kind of like, when we've talked about it before when we gave our grades, you win with a guy like him. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know? Yeah. I don't know that he's Mikhail Bridges. No. But there are elements of... You feel comfortable it, with him out. When he's yeah. out on the court, I think he's doing a lot more than... That you notice. Than you notice, uh-huh. yes. And, and that the box score kind of doesn't pay attention to either. Correct. There, there are a lot of... He's very, he's very complimentary, athletic, can defend a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And if, if, like Coloco... He can improve on the offensive end, and, and I think there's reason to believe, that, like, like you said, if he stays in the program another year, having a coach like Lloyd, uh, who's who works on offensive yeah, tenants, right, uh, and 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 who even works appreciates on offensive tenants, yes, <laughs> and even appreciates kind of some of the NBA-ish analytics 
that go into the way that you style. He may it that his offensive game could be really helped. I think by staying another year with a coach who recognizes with a coach that let's be honest here. Sean Miller did some good things. Nobody would look at Sean Miller and say, you know what, that's a guy that knows offense. Right. Tommy Lloyd's a guy that you mm-hmm. look at and you say, you know what, he knows offense. Yeah. Um. One thing though that we should also uh, uh, let you know about though that knows offense is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX, throw down $5 on an NFL game. If that team wins, you get $200 in free plays. Schuster, you teased earlier about that there were some games that you liked. I think there were some there. If Do you if, have a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week? Uh, you know, well, come I've, on, I've come got on. A, I've, you got a couple. I've got a couple. Okay. The picks of the week uh, basically land in this general category, and this is, this is where I'd look. Look for teams in the NFL that need to win either from a seeding perspective or need to, need to get in they, they, and are playing teams that don't matter. Don't worry about the spread. A lot of those games are pretty lopsided spread-wise. But I would look, I, I would look at those games because the, the teams that are trying to vie for position from a playoff standpoint or have something to play for. Uh, are, 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 I think, in, in good position to take care of some business. And right. I think there are a few games out there that fall under that category. Tennessee, for instance, mm. is a team that uh, still has to win to be the number one seed. Right. That's an important place to be. And they, they play the Texans. Mm. It's a game Tennessee should win and right. probably win easily. And if they get an early lead, the Texans aren't going to care. Mm. They might be playing bench players anyway. Right. You know, you're going to see a lot. Of, you, there are a few games on this schedule that fall under that category where you have opportunities you have teams that are still trying to vie for some slots against teams that have nothing to play for, right. and and those are the games that I'd look at. Those are the ones that you would look at. So that's your draft. Mm-hmm. Those are your drafting sportsbook pick of the week. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. My other pick of the week is I don't know if this is a pick of the week, but it's full disclosure. Uh, is buying thirty one shares of uh, DraftKings stock a pick of the week? Oh, I, I think you could throw that out there for sure. Right. Why, why wouldn't you? There you go. That's my uh, pick of the day. I, I like all of that right there. All right. So. Now let's let's wrap it up with uh, two more guys. To talk okay. a little bit about. I lo- I'm a big fan of Kirk Carissa. Mm-hmm. I don't see Kirk Carissa playing in the NBA. I think in this, I think it would have been much easier for him in maybe the '80s. When you look in the in the year 2000 or 2000, in the year 2022, it seems that every point guard is fit six six foot three, blazing fast and. The Washington game gave me a, I like what he did offensively, but the Washington game gave me a lot of pause because um, you looked at Washington is not a great team, and it was like we're going right at you. You look in the NBA; every single team has a you know a John Wall, a De'Aaron Fox, a Ja Morant, a, uh, a Russell Westbrook. I don't know that he's got the athleticism slash whatever that is, to be able to stick with them. And I think that becomes a massive problem. What do you think? But he has the fortitude. I think he's going to find a spot. You think he is? Yeah. I like I, it. I think, I, he's like gonna, it. I think he's going to find a spot. Right. He's, he's, his defense is obviously an issue, but mm-hmm. he's not the first NBA player to ever have issues on the defensive end. Right. Uh, can that be covered? I don't know. Right. Uh, but on the offensive end, he is nails. Mm-hmm. And, and there, are, uh, there are teams out there who are going to like that attitude. Right. And I think like a guy who doesn't mind shying away from situations. Mm-hmm. And, and Kreese fits that bill. Uh, I think he's going to find a roster somewhere. Right. And I don't know how long his career is going to be. I don't know if he's going to fluctuate between G and the NBA. But I think he's going to be. Okay. I, I, I think he's going to have an end. He's not going to go immediately overseas. 
I think he's going to have an NBA career. And someone, I think, might even take a flyer on him as a second-round pick. Okay. All right. Now, let me ask you about this. What do you think about Azulis Tabellis? That's the one that concerns me. Because here's the problem. First of all, I'd like to know exactly how tall he is. Yeah. Like, are you—they list him at 6'10". He doesn't look 6'10". He looks closer to me to about 6'8". Um— and that's a, and, and and as small as that sounds, that's a difference. That's definitely that's a significant a difference. difference at the next level. I also think that he's a little bit of now he's a pretty skilled offensive yeah. guy. You know, I, I think that he'll be able to expand out his range. He'll be able to you know get to the basket um, to a certain extent. But he's another guy that I think really really ha- will have an issue with more of the small ball type lineup too, because that's, that's another thing like who you're going to be able to defend. And unlike Creesa who I think is really kind of a tough-as-nails guy like you put out there. I'm not saying that Tabellus isn't, but at the same time, I look at Tabellus and I don't n- no. know that— Yeah, I don't yeah. know that there's that next-level moxie to mm-hmm. him, for lack of a better term. What would you say? I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, it, even the position that he plays, even though you're in a league that you talked about at the top, has a lot of uh, flexibility, he, he seems to be locked into kind of a specific— Mm-hmm. interior sort of position. Right. There's a lot of guys who are taller and more athletic than right. he is. Right. And I can see him having real problems trying to navigate what he needs to in the NBA. Yeah, you know what? We we uh, we did our best uh, we did our best uh, Jerry West right there, you know, when it comes to the U of A. Uh, back the A. Uh, appreciate everybody out there. Again, check out PHNX for all the greatest stuff, you can get. Uh, you can go on there. You can go to the PHNX locker. You can get a sticker for four ninety nine. You can get the shirts, obviously. Or if you want to go in there and get the membership, where you get all the best writing, written content, not all this aggregated stuff, then you can also get a free shirt as well. For John Schuster, I am Mike Luke. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.